Welcome to the Be Real Podcast. I'm Diana Gasparoni. I'm a visionary psychotherapist, CEO, and founder of Be Well Psychotherapy and Be Her Programs. I am Ednisha Salisbury. I am a therapist, speaker, trainer, and co-creator of Black Woman Be Whole. Each week, we will talk about the journey of mental health wellness. We will talk about why your mental health is just as important as your physical health and the connection that being mentally well has on all areas of your life. We will be interviewing psychotherapists, doctors from both Eastern and Western disciplines, authors, change makers, thought leaders, and more. Our mission is to bring you information that is both thought provoking and encourages you to look closer at your mental and emotional well-being. We give you tips and insights to taking the next steps. If you have already gotten into the door, we'll get you to go a little deeper. Each week, we're going to have real conversations, helping you work through your mental wellness questions and reminding you that you are not alone. Mental wellness is our passion. We practice what we preach. It is our mission to touch as many souls as we can with this content and leading you to a place of mental clarity and well-being. So for the next hour, let's work together, lay back on the couch and get real. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to Be Real. Oh my goodness, this is episode 50. So I got to tell you guys a little secret, something different about today. And what's different is Diana is not here. Diana's not here because I have another podcast coming out, which is called Black Woman Be Whole. And we are taking over. Actually, we are taking over for the whole month of February. Why? Because our podcast is dropping in March. So we're going to take over, give you guys a little bit of a teaser of who we are, what you can expect. And on top of all of that is Black History Month. Why shouldn't the Black host take over for the whole damn month? So that's what we're doing. So I just want you guys to kind of know what you're going to get yourself into this month. I have my co-host with me, which is Kimberly Moore. And also the brand manager of Black Women Be Whole, Markia Farmer. She is here too. So I'm going to allow these beautiful ladies to introduce themselves before we get into this podcast and tell you guys about who we are. All right, Cam, you're up. Hi, everyone. I'm happy to be back. I can't believe I was here uh, summer of 2020 talking to you and Diana. But this is really cool. And so I'm glad that we've got the opportunity to do this. I'm Kim Moore, the other half of the dynamic duo of Black Woman Be Whole, co-creator. And I'm happy to be here for this next month. And we're going to get into it. So I hope the audience is ready. <laughs> Markia. And hello, everybody. My name is Markia, and I'm the brand manager for Black Woman Be Whole. I'm so excited to get to kick it with Kim and Anisha on this platform to give you all a taste of what we have coming for you on our podcast. So this should be a really fun time today. Definitely will be. I want to start by saying that for me, this podcast is so much different than the Be Real podcast is for me. When I'm on the Be Real podcast, I am a therapist, right? First and foremost, um, when I'm on the Black Woman Be Whole podcast, I'm just a, a Black woman, right? And so I show up much differently through these last 50 episodes of Be Real. I've had to kind of figure out who am I in this new role, right? Because I'm so used to showing up in the room as a therapist. And then I decide to start podcast in a pandemic where now I have to play another role, right? So the voice that I have is not just a voice that is heard in the room with my clients. Now it's a voice that is heard out to the world. So I want to be very um, just transparent and say that it's been so anxiety inducing for me because, you know, I'm just trying to make sure that like, you know, I come across 
in a certain way that, you know, respected as a therapist, you know, have a voice of a black woman. Um, so it's been a lot of pressure that I don't always talk about, but I decided that we was going to get really real today. So I wanted to talk about that. And I'm so excited about the Black Woman Behold podcast because I am able to just be me. The fact that as a Black woman, I get so used to code switching. Sometimes my wires get crossed and I don't really realize like who is the code switching Adnesha and who is like the regular Adnesha. So today I'm trying my best just to be the regular Adnesha, right? Um, one of the taglines of our podcast is Real Black Girl, right? So we talk about things that impact Black women. I'm going to have Kim talk a little bit more, but when we started this podcast, we wanted to make sure the voices of Black women were no longer minimized or silenced. So it was so important for us to start this. Um, Malcolm X said, Black women are the most disrespected, unprotected, and neglected person in America. And we often feel like that. And I think maybe people don't realize that we do. And so we said, we want to have a podcast talking about things that actually impact us on a day-to-day -day basis. So while Kim and I are taking over this month, we are going to be talking about things that impact Black women because it impacts us. We want to have a voice in these conversations. And so here we are. Kim, you want to give them a little bit more? Yeah, thank you for that. And thank you for being so vulnerable because, you know, we do some of that on our podcast as well. And not me so much just because I'm really not that emotional, but... <laughs> You know, it's okay. I've got two other people who can do, do the heavy lifting in regards to that. Um, I think to add to that, for our podcast, oddly enough, Markia said, I think the two of you should do a podcast early in 2020. And we were not ready because we had so many, so many other things to figure out, right? And as we started going along and doing our social media and talking about this work, we realized we didn't have a platform to really do deep dives into conversation. It's really hard to do something on social media with like that little space to talk about a particular issue, but you can't really get a sense of who the three of us are because it's a branded, you know, social media platform. But I think with this, with Black Woman Behold podcast, we get to really let our personality shine through. People get to see the differences. Um, so, if, you know, we're trying to prove that Black people are not a monolith. Like, we're different. Like we're all very different people. And some of that is going to come out and it's going to be really interesting when, you know, this whole edited thing is done or this whole month is done. So I'm super excited about it. And I love that our, for season one, we've got some really interesting content. So just like, you know, we're talking about the coronavirus. We're talking about our methodology. We're talking about real like one of our episodes is not your mule unpacking the strong black woman trope and really understanding how does that impact us as black women and sisterhood and, and really you know finding our safe spaces and talking and we also talk about mental health so I think you still bring an element of that into the podcast as well as yourself and we all talk about our you know, interaction with mental health or experiences. So some of that is still there, but it's layered in like culture. I think that that's really cool. Marquia, do you have anything to add to that? 
Um, Anisha, super proud of you, girl. I know that this is like causing you great stress, but you're doing great. And I love it because I think people do need to see, you know, who is behind, you know, the therapist, you know, the, uh, the published author, people need to see who's behind that. Yeah. Shout outs, girl. You know, the one that stands for JLo, which I still don't understand, but you know, people need to get to know that person. And I think when you see us on this podcast, like Kim said, you're going to just see, different you know versions of what it is to be black you know they're both from Harlem I'm from upstate New York you know yeah 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 they're (laughs) very New York City and I'm very actual upstate New York um but it comes together in such a way that you get to see I think pieces of yourself between the three of us so it's gonna be a good time I'm glad that we're able to do this. You know, when I was first asked like, oh, Anisha, do you want to go ahead and take over? I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) Right? Because on the show, yes, Diana and I both are the hosts. However, Diana talks a little bit more than I do on the show, right? So there are moments on the show that I'm like a deer caught in the headlights, right? Because I'm like, oh, what do I really want to say? And what should I say? I'm in my head a lot. So I think for me on here, you know, maybe I have to kind of step up in a different way. So this will be very interesting for me, but um, I'm really excited about it. So Kim, why don't you talk a little bit about who we are, right? Because we talked a little bit about what the podcast is, but like we should definitely give more of a little bit of a backstory about what Black Woman Be Whole is. So you want to start that off? So do you want me to go all the way back to the to the conference or the, or the, the evolution of this? Because there is there's a story there, too. You know, At wherever you want to start. Right. Is OK. Where you go. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to go there because I think it's important because it it's how it came to be. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So in 2018, I did a conference for women. I had a breakup. I was a hot get a fucking mess. I hid from all my friends. I was nobody could find me. I mean, Anisha had a conversation about that a few years later and we resolved it. But (laughs) um, this conference was really the things that I wish that I had. I had had after my breakup, you know, going from a two income living situation to one income living situation. I was just living my best life traveling like I wasn't single and responsible for all these bills now that I was putting before. (laughs) I was like in a mother fucking like date. Like, what are you doing? I just was like, wow, this is really like shitty what I've done to myself because I now have to rebuild and start all over. And so mm-hmm. what would I have liked? I would have liked some financial kind of like conversations like, hey, girl, don't send all your money going somewhere because you you're not going to have any, you know, some conversations about relationship and communication just because I just didn't do it well with friends and family. And then also just kind of like some, you know, self-care, you know, which was what you did. Diana did the, uh, the conversation around relationships. Yeah, Jaquette Timmons did the uh, financial piece. And so after that, I think I was really like in a space where I didn't know where I wanted to go with it because it was a lot of work and I, you know, shelled out the money myself and, you know, got some other people to fund it. And so, and then I came to you and I said, I really want to do something different. It was a good conference, but I think for me, it didn't hit the, the pieces that I wanted to because there were people in the room. It was a very diverse group, which I really appreciated. Friends and family came out. But I think for me, 
I really wanted to talk to Black women. And for me, it's because Black women don't have the resources that other, specifically white women, other cultures do. And I think that that's where I kind of started inching towards. And I said to Anisha, let's do something together. You're, you know, you're a therapist. I have this thing, this vision in my head. I want us to do it together. We're both Black women. You know, we see a lot of the issues going on in our, you know, in our friendships and our relationships with other women. Everyone's going through the same shit. And there's nothing there we can turn to in order to find some answers or some solutions. And so, you know, we talked about it. And then in October, we got very serious about it, sat at your table for weeks, hours, days. I mean, stayed over at your place, like, and really sat down and talked about what do we want this to be? And then we went to events and we did our research and we attended stuff and we immersed ourselves in all sorts of things, whether we were familiar with them or not. And I think that that was really helpful for us to really start shaping what Black Women Be Whole is. We wanted to give Black women a space that was free of the white gaze, free of the male gaze that would allow us to really like be together and grow together and discover our healing together and reform relationships. Because I think that you don't have those spaces often because they're just so mixed with other kind of elements. And I mean, people and, and cultures. And so I really wanted something that allowed Black women to be free. That's the thing for me, like liberation. Where where we at? Where are we going to go to talk about it? We want to talk about men. We want to talk about white people. We want to talk about this shit that really, you know, makes us not, I don't want, I hate the word crazy. So that really, you know, disturbs us in some way, or that really impacts how we live. Here we are. And, you know, we came up with some really cool content that I think um people are going to enjoy, you know, healing through truth telling and really talking through our emotions and really identifying and not just the angry black woman label or the silent or you know just putting on that happy face like let's talk about the the things that are going on in our lives and how do we address them that's where we are Markia. i would love for you to tell your story about how you became involved with black woman behold because i think that's pretty cool too Okay, awesome. We'll share the little origin story there. I met Ednisha at a conference in Albany. Um, She was speaking to some of my fraternity brothers and she was talking about being a Black woman therapist. It was a room full of men. I think I was the only other woman in the room, to be honest. And she was talking and I was going through a very, very hard time in life. I had just dealt with a breakup. Um, A partner had tried to, you know, commit suicide. I was dealing with a very toxic job. So afterwards I went up to her and I was like, hello, you're a therapist will you be my therapist and she was just like oh okay all right um call my office we can try to make an appointment (laughs) so we did that we had the consult it was a great appointment and then they told me how much it cost and I was like oh girl I can't afford that so (laughs) we had to uh part ways on the therapist front she did offer great resources she is very helpful guys um so you know i found my other therapist that i ultimately ended up breaking up with but um we kept in contact because i was like if nothing else i definitely want to be your friend so we kept in touch and i was in the city um visiting this other uh, toxic man and um we had dinner and i remember that dinner was actually a mess like the restaurant had nothing that anisha wanted to eat <laughs> But it was so bad, guys. It was so bad. (laughs) Down to like not getting more water. Like it was, it was really bad. (laughs) But we had a great meeting and she was like, you know, I'm starting this company. 
And I was just like, oh, okay, that's great. Like, girl, if you need help, just let me know. You know, you say that to people, you don't think they're actually going to reach out. Then she was like, we're having a test group, like, well, focus group for this workshop. We want you to come, especially since, you know, you're still looking for a therapist, come through and see how it is. Went to the workshop. It was great. Um, I cried that whole time too. There was a point in my life I was crying like every day. So I cried for like the whole time. They had mimosas too. So it was really like, oh, wait, great. can I just <laughs> jump in real quick? <laughs> So Kim and I, um, when we put together the focus group, right, we were like, listen, if these ladies cry, if we can kind of get that emotion to come out, we know we have something good, right? We know that we are hitting on these points and that women are really going to, you know, say like, I want to work on my healing. And even though this is painful, like this is necessary. And so I never forget when we were at the focus group and women started to cry, we had tissue everywhere. Me and Kim looked at each other and was like, yes, (laughs) this is what we wanted. (laughs) We wanted people to feel their feelings. (laughs) And so, yeah, everyone was crying, guys. (laughs) Yeah, we all felt all of our feelings. I'm crying in front of strangers and they're like, it's okay, girl. But it was like a really safe space because you saw someone that looked like you, right? That you felt comfortable being vulnerable because they weren't judging you. Because when you tell men sometimes, or if you tell your white friends certain things, they'll be like, oh, well, you can just get over it. But that pain and another black woman seeing you and being like, girl, I get it. Like, let it out was super awesome. So we continue on with life. It's fine. And then Anisha's like, hey, remember when you said you would help us? Um, I want you to meet Kim and, you know, set up an appointment. So I'm like, okay. So me and Kim have a meeting separate of Anisha. Don't know anything about Kim. I'm shook because Kim is like, I have all these questions. Here's the document. Let me know what you need to know. And I'm just like, oh shit. Like, am I really going to be able to help these people? Because this seems very professional and I'm just like, I can help you. So (laughs) me and Kim have a meeting. It ends up going really great. I was still like intimidated because I was like, oh, she's like very about her shit. And I'm just out here trying to help <laughs> with no clear direction. Um, you know, we write down the proposal, the branding proposal, we come up with colors, we come up with ideas, we come up like with our, what you now see on Instagram as our posting schedule as far as the different days. And like, now I've gained like two big, si- I'm not like I have gained two big sisters that I get to kick it with and do a podcast with and have group chats with. And it's so awesome. Like it's also just turned into a really awesome supportive space in addition to something where we're supporting other people. So in it, like you all see our journey into healing and growing and like we get to share that with you all. Marquia, I'm going to need you to stop outing us <laughs> about how old we are, okay? First I of all. I didn't say you were old, sis. I just said older. <laughs> this is not the first time Marquia has outed our age. There is a nice bit of time between her age and Kim and I's age because Kim and I went to college together and high school together. So we are the same age, actually. When Marquia came on to do like our social media, we actually knew we needed someone younger, right? Like we we knew what we needed and she fit right in. And so for the last year, it's been the three of us kind of together building this platform, trying to bring this idea to the masses. I thought that I believe so. Kim says Marquia came up with the idea of the podcast. I thought it was Kim because Kim has an idea and the idea just quickly comes to fruition. And she has a Google Doc and it's full filled with things and dates. And she and you need to be ready, right? Like if you're not ready, you better get ready. And so Black Woman Behold, the podcast was born because Kim just was like, All right, this is what we're gonna do. Anisha, this is the day I need you to be there. We're gonna start recording. And I was like, Oh, wait, this is going really fast. 
I think all I say bri- that all with gas, most things no breaks. in my life. <laughs> like this is going on really fast. But what I've learned to not say no to is any new opportunities. So when it came to me, I was like, let's do it. And so we are so excited to be able to kind of bring this out to you guys. So this will be dropping in March. We just felt like there was such a need for the voices of Black women. And there are so many voices out there, right? Like there are so many podcasts, but our podcast, we really want to kind of touch on that healing part, right? We want to touch on the importance of self-care because we say that we are self-care advocates. Um, Of course, because I'm a therapist, mental health will always be at the forefront. And we also just wanted a space where there was vulnerability and that was cherished and that was prioritized because I think that as a Black woman, I don't always feel like I can be very vulnerable. Um, And we also wanted to show joy. This was so important for us, just that joy piece. Kim, you want to give them a little bit more of your thoughts when you were kind of um, coming up with some of the topics? Because Kim is really good at that, right? Like she not only comes up with the topics, but like she comes up with like really cool names and stuff. And I'm just like, okay, girl, I see you. I see you. That's our rain woman. All the ideas. (laughs) At three o'clock in the morning as she sends you emails and texts. Group chats. I got to get it out of my head because (laughs) if it stays there, it doesn't go anywhere. So I had to tell you this story. So I was listening to this um, playlist, P-Valley. If anybody's watched that, you know, that was my show for the summer along with um, Lovecraft Country. So we'll definitely be talking about that on our podcast because I loved it. So P-Valley, you know, soundtrack. I was like, yes. So some of the, you know, some of the titles of the podcast episodes are reflected in music. You know, we have, it's not in season one, but it's like back that ass up, sex post COVID, you know, just really using music, things that are, that are relevant. And then we can all change it. Cause you know, that was just my mind. Um, but I think really talking of breaking it out into categories, like around sex, money, relationships, family, mental health, emotional health, things that really need to be discussed that really speak to wholeness, not just like one thing, because I, I really hate being distilled into one type of person. I am a very full, you know, fledged human being with all sorts of needs and desires. And you know what, I need my finances to be healed because they're not that good, right? So let me talk about that. But you know what? I also need to get some boom boom because I'm single and so do other people and that's okay, you know? So we really need to have adult conversations about real shit and that's why we call it real black girl shit, but it's reflective of our cultural needs. And so a lot of the, um, a lot of the episodes are just rooted in just things that, you know, we hope any human being wants to talk about because it's reflective of life events and of relationships and, you know, of things that we don't necessarily hear a lot of conversation around. A drought and a pandemic, girl. All types of droughts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> even for the married people, everybody's in a drought and <laughs> pandemic. I do want to take a quick break. And when we come back from break, I want to talk about what um, our listeners can expect from the Black Woman Behold podcast and a little bit more about our guests. So we'll be right back. As you know, I am a huge supporter of therapy. And if there was ever a time to prioritize your mental well-being, it's now. As the founder of Be Well Psychotherapy, I am proud to announce my team is leading the way in online therapy. 
BeWell is based in New York City, and we were one of the first practices to pivot to online therapy with the outbreak of COVID-19. With over 15 licensed therapists, BeWell offers a variety of methodologies and approaches so you can select a therapist that is a good fit for you. We help individuals of all ages, including kids, teens, couples, and wait for it, we even have online group therapy. There is no need to struggle alone with feelings of depression, anxiety, isolation, grief, or loss. To learn more, visit BeWellPsychotherapy.com or text BeWell, that's one word, to 484848 to get connected with a therapist today. Again, that's BeWellPsychotherapy.com or text BeWell, one word, B-E-W-E-L-L, to 484848 to get connected to a therapist today. And now back to our amazing show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Black Woman Behold podcast takeover. It's your girl, Kim, back here with Anisha and Marquia. And uh, Marquia, I would love for you to... Oh, damn. What's up, girl? What you want to talk about? You want to talk about sistership? Isn't tomorrow Saturday? Tomorrow's Saturday, right? Isn't it Sister Sip Saturday on Instagram for us? It is. It is. It is. All right, cool. So let's talk about that. Um, so when you think about your relationships and your sisterships or your friendships or however you, you know, you call your girls, what does that look like for you, right? Is it truly a sistership if there's no action behind it, right? Personally, for me, I think if we put it in the dictionary, you know, we can advocate for Webster to put it in there. We make a new right, word. Right, right. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, if conversate can get into the dictionary, why can't sistership? I'm just saying. Let's do it. <laughs> right. But should it not be a verb? Should there not be action put behind it, right? So for me, I told y'all I'm sensitive. Well, I told told y'all on our podcast, but I'm sensitive. I cry a lot. I'm very emotional. You know, I'm Scorpio. I'm full water sign. That being said, I believe if you are in relationship with someone, friendship or otherwise, you should show up and you should do things and you should show support. And if you're not showing support, then what are you here for? Why are you around? I don't need you. Okay. Okay. So I, I definitely think that we should talk about this and that okay. is super important, but I really do want the listeners to know a little bit more about you, Marquia, about me. right? Before we get to talking about sistership, but I think that is really important because of the sistership that has grown between the three of us since we've been all working together, right? So Kim and I had already had it. We go way back in high school. We didn't really like each other, but you know, hey, we did know each other from high school. That is a part of our story, our narrative. Uh, we did become friends later on, but I want I want listeners to know a little bit more about you because, you know, you, you out here talking about how you younger. I mean, you know, I'm gonna give you a couple months, maybe a couple years, you know? So, but I want you to talk a little bit more about yourself, Marquia. Okay, so about me, um, I am a thirty-something <laughs> person. Thank you, living in upstate, upstate New York. Um, but you know, I started. I, I fell into this work accidentally. Well, not accidentally. Actually, it was actually very aggressively. And if you're into tarot, um, I had a tower moment, right? So I was working at a really shitty job for a school. It was a charter school. If you work at charter schools, it's no shade to you, but you know how that shit goes down. Y'all work, but y'all work from seven to seven. <laughs> Bro, it's not from seven to seven. It's actually 24 7, 365. What is a break? It's 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 a little ratchet out here. And the position I was hired for was um poorly advertised. It was not 
the role that I was hired to do. So when I was working in the role, I was doing everything but my job. I was out here ordering snacks, y'all. Like it was just, I have a degree. I did not. You was the administrative assistant. I did not go to school to be on box ordering snacks, talking about, and I'm gonna make sure I get an extra bag of um, Boom Chicka Pop for myself. Like, (laughs) what is my life? On top of like, I was like functioning in a role with disciplining students. I was running an after school, I was doing everything. And my brain was just like breaking down bit by bit. On top of the fact that it was a very toxic work environment, my supervisor was very nasty to me. And I'm a very high performing person. So it was like chipping away at my self-esteem like bit Mm -hmm. by bit every day that I was there. Um, And it got really fucked up and really bad to the point where I had a legitimate break down um right before my dad's 60th birthday party my mother was like I need you to do this and as you can tell I'm a little bubbly so she's like I want you to host I want you to do this I want you to do that and I was like girl I want to do shit how about that I don't want to go to the stupid ass birthday party because I don't care and everyone was like what do you mean it's your dad's birthday and I was like I want to stay in my house like I had a breakdown I was like cutting out decorations that are um our graphic designer, Brandy, actually had created <laughs> for the birthday party. Me and Brandy been doing this for a long time. And I was cutting them out. And I was like, I have to get this done. And I have to do this. And I was like, saying all these things. And I know they weren't sounding coherent. And I just started bawling. And my boyfriend at the time was just looking at me like, what am I supposed to do with this? And I was like, I'm fine. I'm just going to take a shower. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And I went in the shower, was like crying uncontrollably, came out the shower, was still sobbing. And he was like yelling. It was... It was bad. He was you know, I just want to say this. I, I thank you for saying that because I think that there are moments when Black women are not allowed to have mental health issues. Right. So like if you would have came off like a bit irritable or agitated because of where you were, then it would have just kind of like been, oh, you know, Marquia has an attitude or it wouldn't have been, well, what else is going on? in her life, you know, let's investigate a little bit more. Let's see where she is. Let's see what what's going on. And I think that that, you know, speaks to the bigger issue in society where we're not allowed to show our feelings and to talk about like, oh yeah, I'm anxious shit, or I'm depressed. Something's not right with me. I need actual help. I'm not just quote unquote being a bitch or, or just, you know, being mean. No, I need something more. And so I appreciate you saying that because That's what Black Women Be Whole podcast is about, is about us talking about the real things that impact us. Yes, we get anxious too. Damn it, I am diagnosed with anxiety. People don't realize how hard it is for me to get on this podcast every week. This shit is brutal. Do I love it? Yes. But is it brutal? Hell yeah. It's because of my anxiety. I I saw my therapist today, right before this. And I told her, I said, listen, I've taken CBD. None of that's working right now. What's up? She was like, you just have anxiety, Anisha. Like, this is just the way that it's showing up. So I appreciate you being vulnerable and talking about, like, listen, I was at a place where I was having mental health issues. And maybe no one knew. And no one probably asked. I didn't know and no one asked. So everyone was just like, when I was at the party and people were like, how are you? And I was just drinking alcoholic. (laughs) I'm fine. Why are you talking to me? Um, It was very hard to get through that. But I knew something was wrong because I felt broken after that and not broken in the sense of like, I'm down on the floor, but just like, I kept crying all the damn time. Like Mm -hmm. everything would upset me and I was just crying. And that's when, you know, I met you and- (laughs) (laughs) your girl got a therapist had to break up with that one because got another therapist but in that process understanding that like I didn't have that safe space right to Mm -hmm. say those things or telling your friends and everybody it'll be okay or black people you know girl you fine you're crazy (laughs) go pray girl right just (laughs) they're gonna get you 
Look at you with that one. (laughs) That's the worst. Right. Like, it's just the disrespect. And I understand it's also just a lack of education. Like, Mm -hmm. even to this day, my dad will be like, well, you know, you don't need a therapist. You can just talk to me. And I'm like, about you? Like, right. And and where (laughs) was you trained at again, dad? Huh? (laughs) To hold space for me? And then not make it about you? Right. But that's the thing that people listen. Everybody says when they come to therapy to see me, they're like, well, you know, why should I pay a therapist? I could just talk to your friend. I was like, well, your friend doesn't understand how hard change is. I can sit with you every week while you talk about the same shit. Right. And I don't expect you to change right now because I know that that's difficult for you. But your friends, they want instant gratification. They're like, "Okay, you didn't break up with him yet. Like we've been talking about this for a whole month. Why is it not over? Right. Because a therapist knows how to hold space for that, those feelings. I know how to do things and I've been trained to do them in ways that your friends have not. But the beauty is, is just kind of giving it a chance. And so for me, I'm so happy that you're talking about like, yes, I went to therapy when I saw that there was a problem. I changed my therapist when I felt like I needed something different. Right. Well, I think the beauty is, is trying to figure out what you need and what you want. And we're hoping that Black Women Behold, the podcast can kind of bring up these things so people can know like, oh, we out here talking about it. Right. And you should be talking about it, too. And one of the big things that we talk about is healing. And we talk about sisterhood. So I think we should, you know, continue to kind of talk about that sisterhood piece and what that's been like for us during a damn pandemic, like, and racial unrest. Like we've dealt with so much this year as black and brown people, like we were disproportionately dying from COVID. So now it's like, yeah, do I want to go hang out with Kim and the rest of our friends from college? I do. But am I scared? Hell yeah. Because I don't want to die. Like, I don't want to get COVID. And I'm thinking that, like, if we're disproportionately dying, then I'm looking at other Black people and that there is a little bit of fear, you know? No, I definitely agree with that. And I think it's going to be great, you know, when March 3rd rolls around and we're able to, you know, put the podcast out there for everybody, you know, we're about to be out here lit on all the, the, the sites. We're going to hopefully be on there What our website, Apple podcast, Stitcher, pretty much anywhere you can listen to a podcast and hopefully, you know, you all will join us and at least if you're not in therapy or if you're thinking about therapy, at least maybe having us, you know, talk about what we're going through, will at least give you some type of space or incentive to consider the idea to work on yourself and get that healing because holding that inside ain't going to work because you will definitely be in the shower crying and trying to figure out what happened. I know and I do that. have to put it out there. We are representing for Women's History Month. Okay. On now. We are, we are putting our podcast out. Women's History Month, March 3rd. Let's hit it for all the women out there who who change things for, for this country, you know, for people who look like them, who don't look like them. We fight for each other. And I feel like this podcast is a way for us to continue to fight for mm-hmm. each other so people can have a better understanding of us. Kim, you've been silent over there for a minute. Oh, girl, where you no, at? I'm going to need you to come through. Serving and listening because I love <laughs> like, you know, the two of you are way more emotional and vulnerable than I am. <laughs> And we know that we know that I I am going to present someone who's a little hard and who's not as emotional. I am not in therapy. Sometimes, you know, I have always been looking. We've talked about this. I go through this thing and then I can't find someone because you got a whole list. Ain't picked one yet. I narrowed it down (laughs) to four. I've narrowed it down to four. And then you go and find one and they're busy. I don't have time for this. Like, I need to talk to you right now. And, you know, and we talk about cultural competency. Like, you know, I want a black therapist. I want a black woman therapist. So, you know, I'm out here just, you know, trying to hold it together. I don't necessarily have a lot of things going on in my life because I I think the pandemic, you know, getting back to that has sort of just, you know, kind of taken away a lot of those things like 
I don't have to run from place to place to go to brunch, go here, go to happy hour, go do this. So I've kind of simplified my life in a way that supports how I feel right now. Do I miss hanging out? Like we talk about it, like Marquia going up to Albany for our work retreat with you was so amazing. Like, I think when we talk about sistership being a verb in the dictionary, the time that we were able to spend together was really powerful for me because it allowed us to just be in sistership or fellowship. And so that dynamic between the three of us as it exists outside of the business, which brought us together initially, has blossomed into a personal relationship, which I'm appreciative of. You know, I can be vulnerable. I could say some stuff, but I'm not going to say too much because (laughs) that's not, you know, that's not who I am, but I'm also working on it. So thank y'all for dealing with my rigidness at times (laughs) because I know, you know, that I can, I can be that. And you know, and I also have to deal with y'all stuff and I'm being very patient and lovely about it. Cause you know, y'all my girls. <laughs> Was that slight shade? Safe- yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but you know, but I think also like, you know, we create safe spaces for each other. Like, you know, Marquis and I have a very personal relationship where we're texting all sorts of nonsense. And then I send you all text messages. Like we say stuff to each other that I don't think I can say to other people. Cause I just, I just say, I can say to certain people, but the, the relationship, the safe space that we have formed with each other, we've created our own little space together that allows us to be, and just be okay with it and accept our flaws because we are human and we all have them. And don't let him fool you. She's mushy. Cause again, I'd be crying all the time and she might be texting me in the middle of it. And I'm like, girl, I'm upset. And she'll call me and be like, okay, what's wrong? And she'll listen. And now she's not going to cry with me on the phone, but she'll be like, okay, like, all right, it's okay. Like you're great. Like, don't let that upset you. Like it's like, she's mushy too. Don't let her fool you. She may not cry, but she's mushy. And Marquia therapizes me when, when she It's very interesting, me, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Let, like, let's be clear. The therapist gets it. Because I'm just like, you know, when I'm going through something and Marquia will call me and she'll ask me, I'm very upfront. Oh, like, yeah, it's not a good day. <laughs> like, such and such happened. And she'll kind of like play therapist. And I love when she does it. And I laugh when I get off the phone with her because I see what she's trying to do because she's holding space for the therapist who needs someone to hold space for her too, right? So I appreciate that so much that you guys check on me. I'll be like, so how how can I support you? Okay, what do you need? She has all the questions, right? (laughs) And so it's interesting because you know that you're dealing with someone who prioritizes emotional, your, your, their emotional well-being and their mental well-being because they're asking you like, how can I support you? And I think that that's so great. And that's why Black Women Be Whole is so important because we want women to do that. We want Black women to do that. We want them to ask their friends, like, how can I support you? But also realize, do I have the space and the bandwidth to support you? And also ask each other, like, hey, before I drop this shit on you, can you accept, like, are you in a space that you can listen to this and hear this and help me out? Because if you're not, I might have somebody else I could call. Knowing that we got to start asking that question. We're going to, we got to start like asking permission sometimes because you never know what, what someone else is dealing with. You just don't know. Our conversation really just reminded me of our text message um, issue that we had with Anisha. Or <laughs> issue. <laughs> it was. And let me tell you why. Cause you went out the back door on it. You was all over the place. Like we literally had like a long ass text message conversation about Miss J-Lo. Well, and we're going to talk about J-Lo. Like I'm cool with that. But <laughs> at least let's talk about Michelle Obama because this is inauguration. Yes, basically. Okay, let's talk about my we'll, auntie. We'll recap 
of the inauguration. So 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 go ahead and talk about your J Lo issue. But I, I just it was it wasn't the issue for the it wasn't the issue. It was your reaction. <laughs> J Lo was not the issue. It was the fact that you were caping so hard, <laughs> Wonder Woman, on behalf of Jennifer Geely, Jenny from the Block Lopez, like. Represent Bronx. I'm actually not from the Bronx, <laughs> yeah. but you know. <laughs> he just said she couldn't sing. And everybody knows it. Everybody was saying it. And you're like, she's an icon. Okay, she may be one, but she can't sing. That's all we're saying. That's all. We just were trying to tell you she can't sing. And but y'all too were- had the nerve to go all on social media talking bad <laughs> about J-Lo. I'm like, I can't let y'all do this. For the I record, she listeners. Is an icon. For the record, listeners, do not believe the hype. All I said was, is Beyonce busy? That was all I said. And then she hopped on my status. <laughs> J-Lo is an icon. <laughs> Wait. Put some okay. respect on her name. You got the Latina woman from Puerto Rico singing, this land is my land. After we just kicked Trump out of office. It was a statement, ladies. That's all I'm saying. She was she was making a statement. But did her vocals make the same statement that you were trying to make? Because I think the answer is no. She can't sing, girl. Second. <laughs> oh, that's weird. I'm pretty good, though. I, I thought she did a good job. I thought Wheels she was on the me, bus. Go it was giving round, me one, two, buckle round, my shoe. Yeah, round, it was giving me. Round, <laughs> Lady Gaga wasn't that great. Like, let's be she, clear. She was not good either. She wasn't that great either. That's true. But And she definitely messed up the words. But, you know. Listen, the inauguration state had to cover all the people of color. All the, like, you, you know that that's what they were trying to do. They were but, trying to show the diversity of America, right? The poet was black, right? Yes, Amanda was great. Okay. I, I mean, um, I think that Lady Gaga represents the LGBTQIA community. She represents an Italian-American immigrant, like all of it. And then you have J-Lo, the Latina. Okay, but there were other options. Like, and Gloria also, Stephon. yes, Gloria we Estefan. Got one foot in the grave. Yes, come on, come on. Do that conga. Don't do that. Okay, don't Shakira, do Gloria Estefan. Shakira, 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 okay? But I will say, if that is the argument, right, that we're trying to make statements, they could have mm-hmm. used the opportunity to highlight a lesser known Latinx singer that had vocals during that time. They That's all I'm the saying. native woman, like, you know, a mestiza, just something really, right. like, yes, give it up. I never they heard of went, before. Amara LaNegra from Love and Hip Hop Child. Anyone but J-Lo. <laughs> Amara got vocals, at least. <laughs> and she's, you know, not if problematic. Did we go Love and Hip Hop, though? I don't I'm, know. But that's how her vocals were that much better. Stage. That's I'm all saying, I'm saying. Those vocals were better. But I love that because it was like sisterhood, sistership on display. Like, they, yes. they bigged up women. Yes, Powerful women. Like, what's mm-hmm. up, y'all? You know, so I love that. I think that was a very good moment for us. So I, and, and in general, for people to see, like paying attention to these groups, these demographics are important because they are part of our sisterhood, right? you know, and that, you know, the, the genders piece, um, you know, but I was like, yes, Amanda, go girl, do it. And to get back to Anisha's initial point, my auntie Michelle Obama was slaying Dr. Jill Biden, put respect on her name, first with, lady, with the doctor. Her out. I mean, listen, I can't right. lie. It was a cute color, right? <laughs> but I felt sorry for her with them pumps on when she was like walking. I said, you know her feet hurt because it's freezing outside. Her pinky right. toe was in distress. No. That little pinky <laughs> toe was hurting. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> Every and, woman knew she was stressed in that moment, walking down child. 30 degree weather with some pumps on <laughs> and that leather get cold. It's over. And it'd be just, just pushing on it. Just pushing on it. 
And one time for the one time for my soror, Vice President Kamala Harris. Um, You know, know also slang. Girl, couldn't tell me nothing on my Zoom meeting, inauguration day. Um, but yeah, I think that it was a magical moment, right? Because I worked that day. So I'm telling you, every one of my sessions started out with, oh my God, Michelle is slaying. So people laugh because like, yeah, I'm a therapist. This is a therapy session, but we got to talk about that. As it, it, when I'm talking to another black woman, the first thing we have to talk about is Michelle's hair, the belt, the outfit, all the bounce, baby, the The bounce. And then it was like, Yo, Anisha, if a black woman can become vice president, I got to step my game up. Like, it's time for me. I said, okay, don't. Let's not put too much pressure on ourselves. Okay, ladies. But I I get it. Like, you know, I think when um, Obama became president, it was like, wow, we can become president. But then when Kamala became vice president, I feel like women were like, wow, wait, there's a space for me too. And so I think she represents so much. And, and those are the types of things that we're going to talk about on our podcast, because these are the things that impact us and that are important to us. And our voices should be heard because these are the things that excite us. Like I get hype when I think about that. I, well, I can say I wish Kamala would have slayed a little bit better. Uh, the hair could have been a little bit better. The okay, outfit, well, we're not going to do I on get, today, Miss JLo it. fan. What we are not going to do on today. <laughs> you that? better stop talking about my Marquis brethren over there. <laughs> okay. That's how she has a sisterhood network over there. That's just like legit, legit organizationally. And right, is a sorority girl of the three of us, right? Which is a huge part of Black culture, right? If you are a part of a sorority or fraternity. Kim and I both went to predominantly white schools where in our mission statement, we could not have sororities. So there was no sorority moment for Kim and I. I'm but also Marquee, not a joiner it. of things. Like I really, I'm very skeptical of institutions and things. Like my, I don't do, I don't discuss my politics on here because this shit is far left and it's wild and it's not in sync with anything that everybody in my life that I've known for quite some time are about. So I leave it there. So that's where I am. But, you know, here we are, sisterhood, Black woman be whole. I'm excited we did this. Yes, this is so fun. Uh, an extra time to spend together and laugh and joke. So then the question is, Marquia, we What's are going to be up here for a whole month. I would love for you to come back. If you can, right? If you can, you know, fit it into your schedule, I will, I would appreciate that. I will absolutely put a two hour meeting on my schedule. Come on, <laughs> come through, come through brand manager. So since Black Woman Be Whole took over Be Real, there is a thing that we do in Be Real. I don't want to abandon that, which is we call the last hurrah, right? So I will ask you guys a question. That has nothing to do with what we talked about today. So, you know, I don't want to want to forget that I am still a host of this podcast, too. Who am I going to pick on first? Okay, Marquia. What's up? If you were asked to be on a reality show, what kind of reality show would it be? I would say I'm 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 a cooking show kind of girl. Because I okay. also don't want people in my business too bad. Like, I'm emotional, but... I'm not stupid. Um, so definitely a cooking show because I'm pretty nice in the kitchen. Now, granted, we had that one situation with the grits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was not my fault. That was the electric stove's fault. But yeah, definitely a, a, a cooking reality TV show. 
Okay. Cam, what would you be on? Girl, you know I don't watch TV. Oh my God. I don't know. Okay, are you not watching TV? Work with me. Work with me. Okay. okay. Well, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> it would have to be something really edgy and fun like Temptation Island. Make it in a frame. Make it in a frame. Something like, yeah, maybe like some like drop me somewhere. Let me see if I can make it. You know, like, okay, let's do it. Yeah, but like something like really like, oh, challenging. So whichever of those reality shows those are. <laughs> okay. What about, um, about you, Anisha? Oh, what about me? Oh, yes. it's it for me today. Yes. You know, I never really answer the questions. I'm just always asking them um, if I had to be in a reality show. I would love to do a reality show about therapy. Like really what really goes down in the room. But I know, it. yeah, I mean, you kind of sort of could do it because we've seen um, therapists on other shows, right? So it can happen. I would love to do it because I think that there's so many misconceptions, especially with people of color around what therapy is like that they don't really know. So what if they could kind of see what it's like and they would realize like, oh, this could be for me. Like I may have been saying that this is not for me, but it could be for me. So I think that that would be really cool to do. You know, before we head out, I would actually like to, and I would be remiss as a podcast producer, if I did not talk about the pregame for this particular episode and the music that you ladies wanted me to play for you. I think, I think we should talk about that. Really, really Don. I mean, <laughs> you can there? blame me. It's fine. You can, well, it's our me. ritual, but you know, we, okay. All right. So we talking about our, 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 our ritual. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So who that. wants to introduce the ritual? I mean, you know, I guess it's, you tried to put it on me because you tried to, it was you. you completely tried <laughs> to act like you didn't, you've never heard that song before in your life. You were like, this song, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the stallion with those cakes. Right. Oh you were very, God. oh my God. I clutched my imaginary pearls, lady. Wait a minute. You were doing black respectability over there. And we don't you do really that because we are pro-ho. We are pro-ho <laughs> on this podcast and in life, okay? Sexual liberation, yes. <laughs> Free the vagina. Oh. Okay. So, but yes. Okay, so I guess, Marquia, we, we got to talk about, you know, what, what's our ritual? How to, okay. Like our pregame. Tell, tell okay. people what our pregame looks so, like. So when we had our retreat weekend... Again, anxiety, right? So they wanted to come up here. They wanted to spend the weekend together. And I was very like, the whole weekend? I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> like, I was very stressed. Just because naturally, I just have, like, anxiety about meetings and everything. Kim and Anisha can tell you that. Like, I'm just like, meetings? Are you firing me? Like, what's happening? So always stress. So in order to release said stress, we pick a hype song, right? And while they were here visiting me in Albany, um, this was when Magna Stallion's Don't Stop came out. And it was our little jam in the car before they all fell asleep on me. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> we were in the car turning up. So before we recorded today, in order to set the tone, to cleanse the energy and make it more Black Woman Be Whole, we played Don't Stop. And our producer was so gracious to figure out how to pump it through the Zoom for us to um, listen to a little Meg Thee Stallion. Some and people acted like they never heard the song before, but... <laughs> that would be me. Kim says that I did... Um, what did you call it, Kim? You get you went black respectability on us. Like <laughs> it was real. Like, what is this? Okay, because I okay, let's be real clear. I am older than Marquia. I don't listen to Megan Stallion other than the stuff that's on the radio. That's what's on the radio. I listen to the clean version. Okay. I never listen to the act whenever I listen to actual versions of songs, I'm like, oh shit, that's what they say. 
because I never hear the dirty version. I just hear the one on the radio. But I will say that it's not like, you know, I don't know about that type of music. I was raised up on Little Kim, right? Kim and I all through college. Kim, what's, what's the music that we play all throughout college? Just so everybody NWA, what Tupac. Right. NWA was like, we would do full on concerts. Okay. And let's not forget, Kim and I went to a predominantly white school. So we were singing like F the police, like all types of stuff from our room. The RA would come knock on the door and be like, Hey guys, you think you could turn that down? And I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah. So I was a little, um, black militant back in college. Um, that's that's why your reaction was very confusing to me. Like, what are you doing over here? What is this? Like, who are you? I'm so I'm very interested. You were doing like very kids bop. Like, girl, you look good when you pack that bag lunch. What are you talking about? That what wasn't right. Kim. That wasn't right. <laughs> that wasn't right. Kids bop right now. What is happening? <laughs> I am doing my best <laughs> to put my full authentic self out there. Okay. By the end of this, you're going to be real comfortable, girl. <laughs> I feel like y'all going to force me to be <laughs> as well as my producer. It's not just y'all. Okay. The producer is shout out, me to up to. shout out to Dawn. Who's pushing it um, yes. But I think that we, it's about that. It's about that time. We're going to get out of here for the week. Um, and we're hoping that Marquia will be back with us next week. So what I will say is we're still in the pandemic. So stay safe, wash your hands and wear your damn mask. And um, make sure you check us out March 3rd when we release the podcast on platforms where you hear your current favorite podcasts. Um, also on our website that will be launching in March. We got some we got some real black girl shit popping off come March. Shout out to Women's History Month. Hey. <laughs> we making history as women. Hey, it's her story. It's her story. Thank you for listening to the Be Real podcast. Stay connected to us and subscribe to Be Real wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are feeling it, how about a five-star review? If our conversation sparked a question, join us in the Be Real podcast Facebook group. We hope that you have walked away with some new insights, curiosities, and ideas to better help you on your journey to mental wellness and overall well-being. I encourage you to go to bewellpsychotherapy.com and check out our services and programs. Again, that's bewellpsychotherapy.com. Okay, we have to stop here, but I'll see you next week.